0: Hey, welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And this week we're taking on season one, episode four.
1: Um, the episode title is "Between a Rock and a Hard Place." Um, Grace wonders if Will will meddle when she agrees to decorate the apartment of one of his most important clients.
0: I think that's a pretty obvious answer. Yes. The answer um, is yes.
1: That's not the best description of the episode, in my opinion, because that's not a question. She doesn't
0: want <laughs> She knows. <laughs> she knows, and she does it anyways, and she really feels like she shouldn't yes. do it anyways. Yes, he
1: convinces her, because he's a lawyer, and he makes a very compelling <laughs> argument, and she was right all along, he meddles, and mm. then we also have a beautiful B-plot featuring
0: Just yes, yeah. Oh, we'll get to just Jack. But, <laughs> but first, I mean, the classic Will and Grace, bicker, bicker, bicker. Oh, yes. it's um We're four episodes in, so now it's clearly a theme, at least in this season, mm-hmm. of the show, I presume. Yes. Um, and it feels good. It feels mm-hmm. natural.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel very forced. Um, It in plays into that perfect couple trope we were talking about in episode two. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's this idea that most perfect married couples, they bicker and fight but they really love each other at the end <laughs> of the day. And you definitely get that feeling with Will and Grace.
0: Yes. They have done better in this episode at not showing that they've been fighting. Yes, they Part- have
1: improved their we're not fighting right now in yes. spaces.
0: Partly because they do take separate cabs to <laughs> just check. Just check. Um, but I, I think it's, a, it's an interesting episode. It's kind of a scenario that is doomed to fail. Yes. Where, um, to, to elaborate on the description, Will and Grace are just chilling out. You know, Grace thinks everything is fine. And then I believe Harlan asked Will to ask her.
1: Yes. Or it's either Harlan asks Will to ask her or Will pitches her to Harlan.
0: That's right. Will pitches her to Harlan and she doesn't really want to do it. No,
1: not even doesn't really. She does not want to. Like Literally, her hard line, she's like, absolutely not, Will. You always get involved. Mm -hmm. It's not good.
0: It's kind of like the opposite of what happens in um, episode two with the apartments. Yes. Where she's like, we should live together. He's like, let's not do that at all. Yes.
1: Now we see the reversal where he's like, let's do this thing. And she's like...
0: Dude, no. Yeah. It is the tragedy. It is. And Will is controlling. And Grace yeah. eats a lot of cheesecake. And Grace gets some phenomenal lines in this episode. She definitely
1: does. Uh, we talked a little bit in last week's episode that she kind of got, like, the bad jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, this week was they definitely She got the good jokes. Yeah. Everything with the cheesecake. Everything with the cheesecake. She's something like something about like her trying to sublimate her
0: rage towards Will with cheesecake. Yes, I, I, it's sublimating my rage towards you with cheesecake. Yes. I also like her description of designing for Will's apartment, deco with fear-based bitchy wallpaper. Yes, that does sound exactly like Will's apartment uh-huh. would look in my mind's eye.
1: And I, I don't know if this is like a stereotypical thing, but I know you kind of like deco. Is that like a gay thing?
0: I mean, I think everyone who has taste likes deco so yes it's a gay thing so
1: for our listeners at home that's absolutely a gay thing (laughs) just in case anyone's taking notes on the other hand
0: i don't like wallpaper at all
1: well you know it was 1998 i think Mm. wallpaper was still in
0: yeah i'm more of the tune of like painting but painting with designs so it's like wallpaper but you're not your mother yeah. For that reason. I'm
1: much more of a painted walls plus decals kind of person. Mm, that's true. Um, I really like my bedroom. It's kind of cool. I've got two green walls and I've got a big ass decal of a tree. Mm-hmm. And it looks awesome. And it doesn't look like anything that Grace Adler would design. Because Grace Adler designs are literally my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Grace, but like, now this is becoming a weekly segment, which I would like to call,
0: How the fuck is she still employed? <laughs> See, this is where I think we differ because I think this apartment is ridiculous. I'm not going to deny that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to write an apology for this apartment. But Harlan is a little ridiculous. And it's kind of exactly. I mean, he says in the episode that he loved the design. Right. So she kind of nailed it. I mean, she did. But also, like, does he have eyes?
1: Will got gored by the comfy chair. Everything was skulls. Everything was skulls.
0: Some things were other parts of the skeleton.
1: Some things were made out of skin. You're Mm -hmm. right. It was like, if this...
0: Skin is not part of a skeleton. If it had been been. part... You got a four in AP Bio?
1: Uh, I got a 3 in AP Bio, but i Oh, see. well
0: there you go. See, that must be the skin question.
1: Excuse you. I was the only person out of the 80 people who took the test who passed the test. So, <laughs> TLDR, suck my dick.
0: <laughs> wow. That's a biology lesson. So, anyways, we're really earning our explicit rating this episode, mm-hmm. huh? Um, I guess, you know, Harlan and Naked Animal Skins just, really just bring it out of us. It really brings out the ragey,
1: sweary side of me.
0: We should go get cheesecakes. We can sublimate our rage. Oh generally. my god,
1: could we go to Cheesecake Factory? Like We don't need
0: to Sorry, um, we don't want to make everyone hungry for Cheesecake Factory. They really, are not sponsoring the episode. This if they episode would like, is
1: not brought to you by Cheesecake if Factory. If they would like
0: to bring you the episode and us some cheesecake, they should give us a call. Yes, so Cheesecake Factory, if you're out there. We
1: love you, come on the show. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, but no, Grace's design. Like, I get that, like, it's exactly what Harlan would want, but I also don't think that actual human people, not live-action cartoon characters would mm-hmm. ever live in a place that was made entirely of, like, animal skins
0: and animal bones. Hey, I mean, if the check caches...
1: I guess. That's,
0: that's the trick of the interior designer. You design the place, you get them to like it, you cash the check. It was just... End of day.
1: There were just so many things. It was like she just, like, went to, like... This is gonna sound horrible, and I hope they never listen to this, but my aunt and uncle growing mm-hmm. up had, like, a lot of, like, deer heads and skull heads mm-hmm. and... Like Wild West type of decorations, and it's like she went to their house and then shoved it into a nice Manhattan apartment. And I was just like, "Why would you do this?" Like, I understand that he likes it, but he is wrong. Everyone is wrong. Will is right. I'm with Will. High five. Oh,
0: it's it's actually interesting episode because unlike the last couple times where we've seen Will and Grace in conflict, I don't think either of them really quote learn a lesson because they're both. Right, and they're both wrong, I mean, and that's not really what the conflict is about. I
1: mean, no, I think that, that, that you're wrong, I'm sorry. I think oh, okay. that Will learns that he's a big, giant Budinsky,
0: okay, well, besides and he that. needs
1: to chill the fuck out, <laughs> and I don't think he's going to recover from that, but I do think that they at least had a conversation about it, which is possibly the most adult thing we watched them do on this show.
0: That's true. What I mean maybe more to say is that, you know, at the end when they're in the cabaret, Grace comes in, she's like, I'm sorry, I was over the top. And mm-hmm. Will's like, I'm sorry, I was over the top. Yes. So they don't as much learn their lesson as they ride in separate cabs and think about what they've done.
1: Yes, that's true. They, there isn't really at the end, like, a, I will never do that again. Because we both know. They're both going to do all of this again. Mm-hmm. The,
0: the actors are literally getting paid, the writers are literally getting paid to make them do this again. Yes. It's going to happen.
1: I mean, this is only episode four. They are definitely not going to be like, oh, this is a character flaw I have that I'm going to work on. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we should look into this for future episodes, and if listeners want to write in and give us a heads up, I would like to double-check and see at what point in the show this show got renewed for a second season. Mm-hmm. Um, because certainly, at this point, the actors and the writers are filming it. It's probably not, I mean, it's not even up yet. People don't right. know if it's going to be a success. Right. I would say probably, if it's anything like a traditional order, they probably get about the first 13 episodes right. ordered. So I'd say somewhere in the back half is where they go back to filming. They know they've got at least the rest of the season, if not another pickup.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So yeah, if anyone listening at home uh, is aware of what point they got renewed, Mm -hmm. please let us know so we can look forward to that and see if there's any noticeable
0: differences. Yeah, shoot us an email. Uh, tweet at us. Yep. Yeah. I promise I'll start using Twitter. Something happens when you want to send messages in Tumblr. Uh, if you want to send me a message on Tumblr, I
1: will be running the Tumblr. Um, yeah, I don't, can, I don't do you that. You can message me on Tumblr, you can send something to our ask
0: box. I don't do just... anything that takes the E out of the R's. I don't do Tumblr, I don't do Grinder. I don't do...
1: Tinder hmm. has the E.
0: Tinder has the E, good. Yeah. I don't do like crusher or some weird whatever that would be speaking
1: of why isn't there like a lesbian dating app called scissor with like out and without an o okay
0: nobody steal that this is like our patent application right now i'm
1: pretty positive as i'm saying this it already exists (laughs) and i just haven't found it yet
0: let's talk about some of the other elements of will and grace working together i.e that they don't work together yes Uh, For me, this is just kind of a very validating episode in the sense that Tess and I have, in our personal lives, decided that working together is a terrible, terrible idea.
1: And by that, Matthew means I have decided that working together (laughs) would be a terrible, terrible idea.
0: Yes, it's very much, in that sense, it's a very will and grace decision (laughs) in that we came to the decision. Because I did. Because one (laughs) of the people came to that decision.
1: Yes. uh, No, Matthew, as he mentioned, works for a news publication. Mm -hmm. here in the Midwest and a few times has mentioned that uh, I could be a talented freelance writer for that publication to which I have said oh hell to the no (laughs) and I have not done that because I love you Matthew and I want to remain Mm -hmm. your friend
0: yes but I mean I think in you know in us being very will and grace I think we have some overlapping character traits Mm -hmm. I think I would not be able to not give my opinion.
1: I think, Since I was
0: being paid to do that.
1: Yes, I think that you would absolutely not be able to not give your opinion. <laughs> Some double negatives there. Um, and I think that, that would just be not so great for our personal lives. Yeah. So this, uh, I'm glad this episode is validating for you mm-hmm. because I feel like sometimes I'm making this argument and you don't believe me.
0: Mm-hmm. When I'm saying, no,
1: I really don't think it's a good idea. Well, and
0: it was good for the characters that they are now able to set up that boundary and hopefully <laughs> won't, at least for a while... Crossover. Yeah,
1: I don't think that this boundary gets crossed this season, but it does
0: happen Mm -hmm. again. I think. I'm pretty positive. I mean, on the one hand, like, Will is gay, and I imagine that one of the ways that will come out for the writers is for him to meddle in her design work. That's very artsy.
1: Especially because we're in, like, the era of, like, queer eye for the straight guy sort of
0: stuff. Yes. So that's very much the public identification. Right. Oh, well, gay men understand culture and art, and they'll make me look great in this skirt oh my gosh, speaking of, wear the blue sweater. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's something where I think it only is upsetting because of the context of the argument. Right. That's otherwise something Will would just say to Grace she would be like, oh, that's a great idea. I would right, love but, to wear the blue but sweater. But I
1: think it was just like, this thing where it was like this unsurmountable, he had just been so much of the butting in and the meddling and the controlling, and she yes. was just like drawn to eating an entire cheesecake. and then fighting then work. She went to go change, and he's like, "Wear the blue sweater. And then he immediately claps hands over his mouth because, uh-uh, he done fucked up. Mm-hmm. That was not
0: good. I would have loved to see the blue sweater, though.
1: Yeah, she didn't wear it, which I'm proud of her for.
0: Good for you, Grace. I do
1: appreciate that she's a strong, independent <laughs> woman who don't need no gay man.
0: Uh, <laughs> so sk- steering back into the episode as, as listeners who have listened the entire way may have surmised with this being such a Harlan heavy episode I have some thoughts about Harlan Matthew has some feelings <sighs> but I I've promised that this is going to be like the final like long mindless diatribe that I go on about Harlan for at least a little while mm-hmm. although to be fair I haven't seen any episodes after this I might be a liar.
1: Yeah, so you may look forward to this long-form BuzzFeed article in the future in which Matthew vents all his feelings about the character mm-hmm. Harlan.
0: Yeah, but I think this episode was kind of a good opportunity for me to sit with it, consciously watch the episode thinking about how I feel about Harlan and why he doesn't work for me. And I think I've hit it in that he's just not a very well-rounded character in general. Okay. Um, In the four episodes that we got to see, these five characters, mm-hmm. because they're the only five characters we've seen in every part, We've probably gotten about the same amount of time with either Jack or Karen as we have with Harlan. Maybe That's a little bit, maybe a little bit less on Harlan's part, but not much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show just really seems uninterested in developing him as more than like a backboard to bounce jokes off of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, pretty much every time they talk about him, they, they make a comment about
0: howdy, mm-hmm.
1: who, which I'm not sure he's ever actually
0: said on screen. Don't I don't think he's ever said I think on they're screen.
1: just like, ah, oh, this Southerner is just a caricature of...
0: Yeah. And, Texas. And Will says that is a man of few words, but that's not true. He's always talking to Will. Right. Every
1: time we see him, he's going he's, on and on. He's making some quippy, pithy he's comments. He's chatting up a storm, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, there's obviously some elements of like how straight people are being portrayed. Right. This is the only straight person we see. How is he reacting to Will being gay? Right. I think all of that is still definitely valid, but I think mm-hmm. for me, watching this episode and thinking about it really consciously, it's that. That I wish this character was developed more in some way.
1: Right, especially because they put him on, scene, on screen so much, that is. Exactly.
0: If he is just going to be a big character who pops in, in or out, that's fine. But he's in he's been in every one of these four episodes so far. Right. So I feel like we should either be learning more about him, because they want to make him a, a character. Right. Or we should be almost le- not seeing him as often. We should have an episode off without Harlan.
1: Right, yeah. It is definitely really weird, because I think we've talked about this a little bit before. I think if his character was introduced in a show... Like in 2016, he'd go mm-hmm. one of two ways. He'd be a closet case gay or he would be a giant homophobe. Right. And the fact that we've got him kind of like being super middle of the road, just like inexplicably okay with Will being gay, but also not understanding anything about yeah. the gays at all. Yeah. It's, it's just it's confusing, it's a weird characteristic to give him, mm-hmm. and he won't go away. Like yeah. he's in every episode.
0: It's it's especially strange to to go back to that part because He's given all these stereotypical traits that would make you think that he doesn't like gay people. Right. But then he does. Mm-hmm. But then why does he have those traits? What right. purpose does that serve in the narrative other than for us to laugh at him? Right.
1: Like, I just, I don't understand. It's like they tried to create this very vanilla, mm-hmm. stereotypical Southern guy, and then they indexed, they just decided that it was like, well, we're just going to, he's going to be cool with Will being gay. And it's Mm -hmm. not a topic worth discussing. No. Even though it's 1998, this is one of the first primetime sitcoms to feature multiple gay characters. right?
0: Yeah, it's just... That's the other thing, is it could be an avenue for them to discuss topics like that.
1: Right. But, I mean, this is one of the things that William Grace gets criticized for, is they have these great opportunities. They bring it up. They give you a glimpse, and Mm -hmm. they don't talk about it. There is no discussion. It is all for laughs.
0: In theory, at least, that's the last word on Harlan for me. From now on, there will be no... Diverging through a narrow wood into long discussions of how Harlan must be thinking on his little horse out in his ranch as his I marriage know. falls apart. Now that we've made it through all that, um, let's talk about Just Jack. Just Jack. Just Jack. Just Jack. Just 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 Jack. You were right. I was wrong. Hey, hey! It's not the Will and Grace show. It's called Just Jack. <laughs>
1: For everyone at home who can't see us, because this is the radio, we, we did the hand motion. Yes.
0: I was particularly excited about this, because, first of all, I remember when we were talking about doing this podcast, this is one of the things that, Tess, that you mentioned, it was a thing that happens to Jack later, mm-hmm. is that he does Just Jack, Just Jack, which is his one-man show. Mm-hmm. He sings many pretty songs. Um,
1: I actually had to look up the one song he does sing, and just for anyone who's curious, it's something by Charlene, called I've Never Been To Me. Hmm. So...
0: It sounds like a country song.
1: It sounds like something that Jack would really enjoy. Mm
0: -hmm. I've Never Been to Me as kind of maybe one of his autobiography titles.
1: Yeah, probably. What was the other one we were talking about off mic? I think it was Jack's Butt, Jack's Boner.
0: Yes, Jack's Butt, Jack's Boner. So
1: speaking of, let's use that as a segue. Let's talk about the scene when he's rehearsing Just Jack with Karen.
0: Every scene where he's rehearsing Just
1: Jack is amazing. Yes, it is. Oh my god, I love that scene so much for just... A million reasons. The first one is the joke about, you're nasty, Miss Jackson, which I just enjoyed. And uh, just for listeners at home, that is a reference to Nasty by Janet Jackson. Um, But if you are of the millennial generation like I am, you may be more familiar with Miss Jackson and the word nasty. If you like the Panic! at the Disco song, Miss Jackson. Jackson, which is a reference to the Janet Jackson mm-hmm. song. So I got a kick out of that
0: because <laughs>
1: I enjoy both of them
0: songs. Yep. They are they are very catchy songs. Yes. Janet Jackson is a constant performer. Yes. I personally particularly enjoyed her new album, which if she would like to come on the show and discuss with us, we would be happy to have a special episode where we only talk about Janet Jackson.
1: Um, yeah. So Miss Jackson?
0: If you're nasty.
1: Come on the show.
0: <laughs> please please don't come on the show we record this in our apartment <laughs> we would have to do a lot of cleaning maybe we can record it at like a collectivo or something maybe we could I get like know. a back room um that's uh that just gave away our location so we should probably cut that out okay well whatever. <laughs> i mean I people are going to know our location i'm going to be posting this my personal twitter account okay that's fine but neither way <laughs>
1: Okay, but yeah, so he, uh, there's the scene where he's rehearsing with Karen,
0: Mm -hmm. and we get this
1: beautiful butt boner
0: moment, which I enjoyed.
1: So there, uh...
0: You just like putting gay men in uncomfortable butt boner
1: situations. That I do. Um, for anyone interested in reading my gay fan fiction, please send me a message after the show, and I'll link you up to my profiles. It's hot. (laughs) It's real hot. <laughs>
0: she does not mess around when it comes to the gay fanfic.
1: It is all penetration all the time. Anyways, <laughs> circling back, mom, I hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> circling back, so there's this scene, and she tells him like on his little Casio like keyboard, she's like, my kids have one of these. Turn on like the marimba or something, <laughs> and there's this like like this weird like.
0: I remember my grandparents had one of those keyboards when I was probably, it was probably overlapping with, like, when this was out. Yeah. And I somehow, like, independently came up with it. That's beautiful. But when I was, like, nine or ten, just, like, always rocking out with the pre-recorded Casio beats. That's beautiful. I could have had just (gasps) Matt.
1: That would have been awful.
0: It would have been (laughs) awful. It would not have had the alliteration. Yes. The alliteration is the most important part of Just Jack. Just Jack. The second most important part of the hand gestures. Yes, the
1: hand gestures are very important. The
0: third most important part is that limping microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Just like,
1: <laughs> it was. Yeah, that was great um but anyways to get back on track that scene yes. where he's dancing with karen mm-hmm. is my favorite because she's like grinding up on him trying to like get him to like move his hips and be sexy and his butt is so little
0: it's, it's such cute. a little butt i'm so sorry sean Hayes.
1: like and i think part of it is definitely that they've got him in like 90s khakis, so yeah. like there is they are not forgiving they're no. not flattering they did not make anyone's butt look good but for a gay man he's just such a little tush It's so <laughs> tiny. I just like I. I feel like there's nothing even a snack.
0: You know, I think it's funny. You know, bringing up them grinding at each other and dancing. Mm-hmm. Partly because these characters are in their thirties already. None of them seem like club gays anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe they're supposed to be too old for
0: it. Maybe like even Jack. Like I could see Jack going into clubs, mm-hmm. thinking he is the hottest fucking thing that's ever hit the dance floor. And then like after we break out of the dream sequence. He's just there, like, mm, yeah, ooh, yeah, mm, yeah, like alone in his own. Alone in his own. Everyone has given him like a wide berth. Got
1: like a circle formed around him of everyone being like. Eh, There's I actually enough
0: space. There's crickets in between him <laughs> making cricket noises. <laughs> Aw, poor but Jack. But you can't hear it over the dope 90s house beats. Oh, dope 90s house beats. This is where I should layer in some dope 90s house beats. I'm
1: dancing in silence yes. to the dope 90s house yes. beats right
0: now. Listeners, no. if you could see her, you would just die of. poor human race, and also, yes,
1: Um, yeah, I also enjoyed that, and there's also that moment, so they're grinding, and you know, friction does some some things to the human (laughs) body, and it it seems pretty clear to me that Jack is getting uncomfortable because he's getting a little bit turned on, (laughs) and I'm not sure if it's just because he, like, thinks Karen's so fabulous, but, I mean, like, I've had this moment, I've had cute gay boys who think I'm so fabulous that they immediately turn around and, like, make out with my face or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, it's like a non-sexual boner, it's like a you're so great, Mm -hmm. we're dancing, I love you boner, and
0: But on the other hand unlike Will and Grace, something is happening downstairs for Jack yeah, and Karen. there
1: is some downtown action for Jack and Karen. Like, she's
0: gotta step back and, like, fan her face Woo-hoo!
1: off. Ooh, She's nasty, Miss Jackson. Mm.
0: So, now I'm excited to see the, the love ballad of Jack and Karen.
1: Oh, yes. It's a beautiful ballad. So, let's get into Just
0: Jack. Jack is good at ballads. He has one single tear.
1: Oh, he's, he's real good at crying. Mm-hmm. That's what he
0: says. He's real good at crying. <laughs> Just Jack I feel like was missed out on when the Tonys rolled around in 1998. Because <laughs> it really just should have been this beautiful, Tony-winning masterpiece.
1: I would give it all the awards. Mm-hmm. I would give it Leo
0: DiCaprio's hard-won Oscar. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, if he was up on a stage doing that, I think everyone in the audience would just assume that he was play-acting at being bad at it. Because it's just so perfect. It's so it's perfect. It's so Jack Sean Hayes, like, out of all the scenes that Sean Hayes has gotten, I feel like that scene is probably the best one he's had so far. Oh
1: my gosh. It was so crazy. It was so great. It it was so great. Um, I really enjoyed it. There's that bit where he's singing and the microphone like just flops. It was Mm -hmm. sort of like, like it a limp penis? Was, it was, yeah, it was like a once erect penis that, like, he hits a sour note and it just immediately flaccid. And then Karen, who's nervous for him, and she tells Will that she's nervous for him. And
0: That was also very that cute. That was
1: so cute, and they're just, they're great, and he's singing, and she just is loving every minute of it, and I don't fucking know what the song is, but, mm-hmm. and the bar is empty, but he's having a good time out there.
0: Well, and Drama Queen Jack is the best Jack. Yes. Like, I mean, that's not really very different than Jack's other persona, but like when he's in the turtleneck. He's, like,
1: he's in the moment. He's or, talking to
0: Harlan. He's like, I really just can't invest in this right now. I, I need do. to be at zero. <laughs>
1: and he just stomps backstage. And then he makes that, like, one-off line to Will where he's just like, thanks for the flower, the telegram. And he's like, I did. And he's like, I know. Or whatever. <laughs> he
0: throws open the curtain and <laughs> goes into his dressing room. Which
1: is the men's bathroom. <laughs> Which is great.
0: Yeah. Um, and if it's, if it's like the men's bathroom in any other gay bar I've been in. Smelly? It's nasty, Miss Jackson.
1: Oh, my God. Speaking of gay bars, um, as one of the few ladies who often frequent skate bars in very few lady establishments, all the dudes go in there to poop. And I would like to employ all gay men
0: who are listening <laughs> to this podcast to stop doing that. Stop stinking up my bathroom. I just want to pee in peace. You heard it here first, gay listeners. Stop pooping in the women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. This has been a PSA. This is a public The more you know
1: um but yeah i really i just enjoyed that and i also enjoyed the scene because will and grace are of course arguing over jack's beautiful heartfelt performance mm-hmm. and he just looks over at them and he says "The my favorite thing ever it's not the will and grace show it's called just jack
0: <laughs> which is so perfect because like it is really called the will and grace it's show. literally the will and grace show but in that one shining moment jack takes it back and it was just Jack for the Colin gay yes it was
1: beautiful Oh for the gay
0: and all of us that wants to go up on a stage and sing into a microphone that just won't stay erect.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if he's talking about a microphone or a penis anymore, you guys. <laughs> hey, Matthew's mom,
0: are you listening? Oh, <laughs> I hope not.
1: Hey, Karen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. I mean, I, I think just to close it out, I kind of want to just chat for a second about how cute I think the resolution to this was, which is mm-hmm. sad in one sense because Grace doesn't actually get the job back.
1: Right, I think that it's pretty clear that she doesn't get it back. Right, which even is though she weird because
0: that's the setup that you would think it was when he starts saying, "Oh, I love the apartment."
1: Right, but I mean, you also get him and that moment with Harlan where Will's like, "What if I butt out?" and he's like, "Well, what if I go gay?" Like, <laughs> never gonna happen. Right, which I disagree about. There's a lot of fan fiction out there about Harlan. Oh, but <laughs> that's uncomfortable to think about. I'm just I'm picturing him in a cowboy hat, and that's it. Hmm. <laughs> Tune next week when I read my own version of Erotic Will slash Harlan fanfiction. Oh, I think I will
0: skip that episode. Oh my
1: god, what if I actually did that to you? I just read, like, <laughs> super smutty fanfic that I wrote right here you on the air.
0: There's an explicit tag on iTunes, but there's not a nasty I'm, tag.
1: Oh, but I'm nasty.
0: Mm, not that nasty. But it, it's, it's kind of nice when we wrap up the episode because it forces Will and Grace to figure things out because... Yes. It puts the ball back in Will's court where mm-hmm. he's like, Oh well this is not about Harlan. This is about me and Grace. Mm-hmm. And we gotta make it work. Mm-hmm. Even if that means that I have to let her pretend to be a lawyer. Oh, that was so cute. And write out a napkin contract.
1: And notarize it with a beer bottle.
0: The party, the here to four first. first <laughs> will the here to four second second noted party. <laughs> what it was like Badins- but
1: versus like the state or something ridiculous yeah. looks like that. That was the prior precedent. That was beautiful. Um, I also really liked, and this is like a sweet little moment that I, I don't know if anybody else picked up on, but especially in these early episodes, we'll sometimes calls Grace Gracie. Aww. And I was like, that's real cute. Um, Matthew sometimes calls me Tessie. Mm-hmm. And he catches himself saying that a
0: lot when he's talking
1: about me yeah. and using my name on the ears. So I thought that was, <laughs> that was a little cute, little cute because nobody else calls her that. And yeah,
0: that's their thing. Yeah. It was cute.
1: It was cute, and they're friends.
0: Okay. Well, I think it's time to say goodnight, Tessie.
1: Goodnight, Tessie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening in this week.
1: Uh, yeah. Thanks so much for listening in.
0: Um... As always, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Not A Show, on Tumblr at Not A Couple Podcast.tumblr.com. Or just shoot us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah,
1: and we would love to hear from you, and we definitely want to get back to you.
0: Especially if you want that Will and Harlan fanfic. Mm -hmm. And even more especially, if you nasty. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks again, everybody. Uh, Until next time, I'm Matthew. I'm Tess. And we are Not A Couple. mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Not A Couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience, One Cat eliza go to bed this episode was not brought to you by jen jackson with her new album unbreakable panicked disco with their old album too weird to live too rare to die or unbreakable kimmy schmidt is turning to netflix on april 15th
1: if you would like to donate cheesecake to not a couple podcast please go ahead and send us an email at at gmail.com or We will have your cheesecake donations
0: this episode not sponsored by cheesecake factory
1: yeah